Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guests. We have Oling and Chris Griffin, both of Fight Factor here in Louisville, Kentucky. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. A little bit sleepy. Damn, I can hear my head, voice in here. Yeah, sound good. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Joined in studio by returning guests, we have Oling. Oling, uh, we appreciate you coming back on. You had a big win recently. Yes, sir. In um, Lexington. In Lexington. It seems that just to be real, people end up kind of predicting, or I don't know about predicting, but you're, you you said it before, you're the most underrated fighter for the B2 fighting series. Yes, and also the best one at the same time. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, it, it's almost like, how long can he go without fucking losing, and you just keep winning? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh why is that? Why is that? And actually, we have Chris Griffin in studio, too, so I'll ask both of you guys. What it do? What it do? <laughs> <laughs> why, why do why, I keep why, winning? Well, not just why do you keep winning, but why are you so underrated? Well, let me ask you a question. Why does his opponents keep losing to him? Ooh. Mm. Better question. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like because I look unorthodox when I fight. Okay. So... That just causes, just gives a reason to have doubt in other things, and gives the opponents some hope for a win. But how tall are you? Six one, flat footed, no shoes on. Okay, legit six one. Yes, yes, yeah. But but when we are striking, we're on our toes. So he's six two and a half. Throws him off. <laughs> okay, because they look at him flat footed. But he's not flat-footed, you see? So he's taller. Illusions. That's how we win. Magic. Something's fucking working. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, did, you, did you say stylistically, I'm trying to remember. I record so many episodes that I get mixed up. But I think we, last time we talked, I asked you to compare your style to someone. Mm-hmm. And you said Anderson Silva? Uh-uh. No. Nope. I feel like I could almost a- see, I don't, maybe you didn't say that. I could almost see that. Your striking style is pretty... Um, you just fucking swarm people, and then it's like over. <laughs> uh, Griff, am, am, am I overstating that? No, he's a. There's a cartoon uh, called a One Punch Man, and uh, that he's like he resembles that guy. If you watch that cartoon, okay, and uh, he hits people one time, and then they their head explodes, and they I think they disintegrate sometimes. That is a, a style that he imitates. Okay, only difference is that guy can fly. I think can he fly? Uh-uh. He can't fly. That's why. It's the only, similarities. Di- only difference. That's where yeah. the similarities end. 
He's just like Superman or something, I think. Yep. See that? He's just super strong, super fast. But mm-hmm. I don't think I think the only thing we have the similarity is we just have shaved heads. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cart. I mean, I mean, I mean. Some. I think Owen's a cartoon. I think it's why he's so good. <laughs> you know, because cartoons, you can give them any attribute. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, like, it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. So like, if you like, like one one time, I was a I brought a controller in the corner and I was just starting pushing buttons and stuff like that, just to see if it worked. And I think it worked. <laughs> I think it was working. Because under the under the desk, you couldn't see. You only didn't see it. I didn't want to get on nerves. Last just, fight? Yeah, last fight, yep. You were just controlling them with a, a yeah. controller under the desk? It was a PS1 controller. You know, okay. That, that was. But, and being honest, I think if it was like a B2 Amateur Hall of Fame, I think I would be first ballot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because nobody's went from zero to zero to six and zero. And then about to defend the belt, all in less than one year. Yeah. Them. Wow, that is wild. All for B2. Uh, mm-hmm. One fight was somewhere else, but everything else been B2. And this fight, the seventh one coming up, it's the day before my very first fight a year ago. So it's all happened. Seven fights within the span of a rolling 12 months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think too many other people have done that and was actually winning. Who was your hardest fight thus far? Hardest... I say Aaron White. Yeah. But that was Aaron only White. because I got tired. Okay. It wasn't like he was landing strikes. He okay. landed one shot that knocked me down. That was the only hit to the face that landed then. I that think was early first round. And after that, no fights, no punches landed for the next two rounds. And we were standing the whole time. But but I think um, Aaron White, I think he's good. I think um, he's underrated. You know? Yeah. I think he's. I think he's actually really good. He fought. Okay. He fought everybody. Everybody fought tough. Yeah. He fought Graham Hunter. Yeah. And that guy's a beast too. Yeah. But he's got a foot tattoos, don't he? <laughs> Does he got, doesn't he have foot tattoos like on top of his foot? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's on top of his foot. That's hardcore, you know, because that hurts your feet. Does that send a message to you, Chris? You see someone with a foot tattoo, you're like, they got a high pain threshold. Okay. But that just means I can hit them. And hurt them for a longer period of time. So or they can sit in a chair for a really long time and take take a lot of pain. So I guess if we were both sitting in chairs, getting needles stuck in our foot, he would win that. So you just got to know when to fight people, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't fight him in a chair. <laughs> you know, Like the previous episode, we talked about a guy in a wheelchair actually challenged you to a fight. It, and, so there and, is, there and, is and a kind of kind of whooped me. He kind of whooped yeah, you. Yeah. So there is a precedent for this. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. don't remember this. This was in a. I think this was an episode where it was just Chris and I. Actually, Johnny, my son Johnny was yeah, on there with, yeah. with us. Where I fought a guy in a wheelchair. Chris was challenged. I don't want to, you know, sidetrack this episode. <laughs> but quick story. Quick, I was quick story. What happened, Chris? I was. I went to a karate school, and the owner of the school was in a wheelchair. And after I beat up a lot of his dudes, um, he he wanted to grapple me, and he got out of the wheelchair. And uh, he was doing pretty good. I ended up submitting him because um, his legs didn't work, unfortunately. They were facing the other direction. And then um, that was a problem with his guard is it was like he didn't have any legs that worked. So. But he was strong. He just had the wheelchair strength. So, I mean, he was pretty strong. Strong upper body. A very strong upper body. Um. Because, um, you know, like he's like Daredevil. Because you lose one ability, you get stronger than the other ones. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Um, back to Oli. <laughs> uh, what happened with this guy challenging you? What happened? Oh, oh my God. First yeah. off, oh, Oli, <laughs> that was what, terrible. What, what's your online um, number one social <laughs> media presence? TikTok? Uh, TikTok, I have the most followers. I just now passed up Instagram for me. How, how many TikTok followers do you have? Well, only uh, Thirty six hundred, almost four thirty seven hundred. Okay, and you post a lot of your like highlights from your fights, yes, stuff like that. So of course you get a lot of good positive feedback. Occasionally you get some people in there talking shit. Yes, yes, but okay, is that what prompted this challenge match? Uh, no, this guy who challenged me. It started off as he was interested in wanting to train in the gym, and you know he was just talking about yeah he want to come check it out. 
blah blah blah. Then yeah, how did that escalate from that? (laughs) Yeah, so it had nothing to do with you, Chris. Were you there for all this? Uh, yeah, I probably was a little bit of the uh, instigator. I'm not. I think the he definitely is the guy. Yeah, the <laughs> fight. I like that. So, so some guy walked in off the street, had no no idea who you were. No, he knew who I was. It started back in January. He messaged me that he was interested in the gym. He wants to join. All that good stuff. Then he said on the first day he wants to fight. And so said, he came and trained one day and announced that he wants to fight. No, 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 no. He messaged me and said he wanted to train at the gym. And he says on the first day he wants to fight. He wants to fight you. Yes, yeah, test his skills or something. I, Wait, first off, what kind of shit is that? Dude, like, like, even if he <laughs> somehow magically could come in and beat up someone who's an undefeated MMA fighter, which is, like, yeah, not going to happen. But, I mean, what, what's in it for him? People are insane, Like, what man. type of what type of shit's going on there? Right. So, this guy's made... Okay, so continue. Sorry. So, I asked him, did you mean spar? Because, you know, new people. They fight, know spar. spar. Yeah, yeah. Probably meant spar. And he said, no, we, I want to go 100% full oh fight to God. test my skills and blah, blah, blah. And I told him, no, that's not how we train here. And he tried to make it seem like I was scared of him. Oh, man. Over Messenger? Yeah, yeah. And so I ignored it. And then, you know, he'll pop in my Messenger and asking, you know, hey, when are you going to come through? When, when are you going to stop ducking? Oh, man. <laughs> it went on for a few so months. So this is a, somebody who lives in Louisville? Yeah. Yeah. He lives close to the gym. You that guys have like great. mutual friends with him. Does anybody know who this guy is? I don't know what his name. I, just, I know what his name story? is, but his handle was like Wolf Time. What was his name on Facebook? Wolf something. Wolf something. Wolf something on Facebook. <laughs> it was like Wolf Den Supreme. I don't remember the dude's name. It was weird as hell. Okay, but yeah, I think we had some type of mutual friends because he just randomly added me. And I get a lot of friend requests on Facebook. I just had majority mm-hmm. of them without knowing them. So shit was crazy. He kept on talking. So I eventually was like, "Yeah, come on, let's just come to the gym. Let's see what happens." And then, and then he lost, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it made me look like a bad guy. Is that him? I think it made me look him? like a bad guy when I beat him. Was that it, Wolf? Time? So, so this guy came in. What type? So first off, how can someone listening access this video? Go to your uh, Facebook. The thing is on TikTok. It's on my Instagram. I, I was scared to post it on TikTok. Oh, because they flag everything. And yes, and I get, I, I'm on like my second strike. The third strike, they said I'll lose my oh, account. Oh, damn. It's on Facebook. Facebook. Oling yeah. is O-L-I-E-N-G-K-A-L-A-K-O-N on Facebook. Add him or at least follow him and you can see the video. And it's also on uh, Instagram. Okay. So... If you were to do play-by-play commentary, I, I'm sure you remember how it went. I saw the video. Okay. Um, <laughs> could you break? Could you break it down for us? Could you break it down for us? What was the sparring session like? Okay, the fight when the fight started, he came out very slow, trying to gauge distance, and since I had the reach and length on him, I was just slowly just jabbing him, getting closer and closer with each feint, leg kick, leg kick. And then about 30 seconds in, I hit him with a heavy jab, and he stumbled backwards. And I tried to go close the distance, and he shot at me. And he shot the yeah, takedown. Yeah. That, that wasn't that in the video. That was boring part. Okay, okay. This did, before did it seem this. like it was an actual, like, he knew what a double leg takedown was? I think he looked like a like Maybe a he did rugby, something. soccer, uh, football player kind of takedown. Yeah, he was a hug. Didn't really lower his level. He wasn't in the same weight class, so he had probably a little strength. Okay. And and it was, to, in my opinion, it seemed like they kind of agreed no for no takedowns. Like they were just stand up. But Boring, then is that right? Yes. He kind of they didn't agree, but they, he basically said he wanted to keep it standing. So we just assumed there was no takedowns. So. Um, I probably said some mean things to the guy when he <laughs> went for the takedown, and I said I probably wasn't nice to the guy, unfortunately, because at the beginning they were trying to figure out how long the rounds are, and the guy kept going, "No time limit, unlimited rounds." No, and wait, wait, wait! I told him no time. You limit. said no time limit, and he said, "I want, I got, I got to go to work." Yeah, that's what I it got is. Three minute rounds. Oling said ass. no time limit, and the guy goes, "I gotta go. I'll be somewhere," and I go, "Man." When he puts you to sleep, 
I'll wake you up if you got to go to work. It's no problem. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure you're out of here. <laughs> so that was not nice. I, from what I, from what I understand, that's not a nice thing to say. Well, to it's person. not a nice thing to come in and yeah. say, insist on going. There is etiquette, right? Yeah. 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 So after he got the takedown, we just laid there for about 30 seconds. Would you say he got a takedown? Mm. Did he end up on top? Yeah, it was a takedown. Oh, okay. It was that. a takedown. Okay, fair. So 30 seconds of. You weren't expecting it. He. Blasted in. Uh-huh. Okay. So 30 seconds of nothing going on. All right, Griff was like, stand up. You know, we re-stand it up. And then uh, how long after? Not, uh, no, it was just not very long after he started acting like he was something wrong with his shoulder. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. 10 seconds into back standing up. I hit him with another hard jab. And he said I punched his shoulder or something. And he was trying to say it was out of socket or something. And he was trying to get the fight canceled. Like, yeah, at that point. yeah. And luckily, Chris was there. It was trying to make him look bad, like because he did all that talking. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't, can't bitch leave. out then and say, leave. "Oh, it was yeah. a tie." A minute thirty into the fight, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I put my hand on his shoulder. I was like, "Hey, man!" You know they're recording. You're gonna kind of you're gonna look like a bitch if you get out of the fight. Which were like my exact words. That's fair. Which is very, um, very good way to put that you know what i mean it's that's very very honest about the bitchness of not so we kept going on through that and then amanda my wife she came over and talked to him and tried to she was what, a nice one she was nice to him but what ended up happening is he didn't know who amanda was he just you could tell he was like i'm not gonna quit in front of this girl <laughs> you know he didn't want to look bad that's funny. so it kind of he was like all right i'm gonna do it and we're like ha ha Mission accomplished. Good, good work, Amanda. Nice. Then, <laughs> once he recovered from that fake injury, <laughs> about within the first ter- 10 to 15 seconds, I swarmed him, and then he stumbled, fell down, and I went for the standing grounded pound. So that's I, kind that's of the video. That's, what, that's what y'all saw. After he said, hey, by arm, I'm going to go ahead and go, then y'all kind of saw it from there. Saw the finish. And it was approximately how far into the beginning? How many minutes in? Uh, three minutes. Yeah, right at the took three about three mark. total minutes. Because but like, you got to subtract uh, it when he's saying my shoulder hurts. Yeah, clock yeah. Stops there was that. really only like what a minute of fighting. Pure action. Okay. No, yeah. yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah. So so okay, so he admitted that you beat him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pretty clear, ground and pound. Where if you who pulled him off? Who pulled you off? Uh, Cam. Boxing coach Cam. Okay. All right. I know Cam actually. He pulled you off. Obviously, if he didn't pull you off, you know, you could have fucking killed him. He seemed to acknowledge, you got me. Yes. He admitted you won. Yes, yes, yes. How did he admit you won? What, what type of stuff did he say? He was humbled afterwards. Yeah. Shook he, my he, hand. he claimed that he wanted to join the gym, so. He's he, not coming back. No, he's not coming back. <laughs> I don't know if he told you. He said he wanted to get some privates with you. Then what he said about after like a month or two in, he wants a rematch. Ah, like, go train this motherfucker. What the hell? If he should write a book about the worst Golly. approach to come into a martial arts yeah, gym. That, was that guy worst. should write a book. That's what he needs to spend this his time. This is the doing. worst. I told him when he said that when he first came in, he's like, the goal is is to for me. To, this isn't his voice. I don't know why I'm using <laughs> this voice. The guy's African, actually. I don't know why I'm using this voice. He's African, said, yeah. African. Think, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's some type of. He's African from uh, Liberia. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do Sudanese people and Liberia? I think Liberians people, they hate each other. I think uh, Liberians hate everyone. There's like a <laughs> weird history with Liberia. Like you got to read about Liberia. There's like a, some weird national pride where they just don't like nobody. It seems like that. I don't know. Based on that one guy you met. Yeah. Based on <laughs> Wolfpack Supreme, whatever his name is. Based on that dude. Um, no, he goes, um, I, the goal is I want to join the gym. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, you could just join the gym. <laughs> you can, you know, you don't have to do all this. I want to prove myself. I'm like, you don't have to prove yourself to me, man. Why don't you just join the gym? Yeah, that you don't yeah, prove. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're fine to come in here, man. And he's like, well, I want to let everybody know. What, now he's country. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who is this? I don't know who this guy is now. Right. <laughs> yeah, then he wanted to ask for a rematch afterwards. And I was like, no. I mean, so no. Man, that's bizarre. Yeah, we moved off of that guy. Weird. Me- Chris, you mentioned an interesting thing earlier, and I think it's an important topic we should discuss. You said when the 
the notion there was a female watching kind of heightened this mm-hmm. guy's sensibilities. Yeah. Okay? I've noticed when men are training, yeah. whether it's jujitsu or kickboxing or whatever, if there's a female watching, she gets amped up a little bit. Yeah. Primal it's instincts. so petty. So yeah. petty. <laughs> I told so her. so fucking true. I told several students in an attempt to get extra money from them, I say, if your significant other comes here and you train with me for extra money, I will. you can beat the shit out of me <laughs> in front of her, and I will, will tell her that it was all real. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I've offered thou- up to $1,000, $2,000. you might drop me in a fake knockout. You know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, and nobody's ever came through and did that. You know what I mean? $3,000, you get like a fake fake stretcher. People yeah. carry out. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. We got a couple people with those uh, EMTs at the gym. Yeah, that I got some EMTs. Good. Yeah, Hit we could do that. The stretcher. We could do that. Whole treatment. Whole it. scene. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely primal instincts when. Have, have you ever see seen it. that? Am I making this up? It's it's funny. I, it's I like to joke about it. It's, it's not, not ju- just fighting. It's not okay. Basketball. Basketball too. people. Oh, get aggressive. True. Football. Just the primal. Oh yeah, that happens, and it doesn't even have to be a real pretty girl necessarily. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's a female present in any capacity. (laughs) The guys are trying to crack jokes, trying to be funny, Mm -hmm. and then they're trying to just go super fucking hard. But I don't get that when I train, though. Like I would be embarrassed to like, like. There's no competition in when we're training. Well, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll like my, my wife will be there, like, and she'll be like talking to a new student or something like that. I'll be rolling with somebody, and I try to show off. And in my head, she's looking at me. I'll look up. She's never looking at me. She's never paying like, attention. like, look, I got, I got a, a slick submission. You she's almost, over. like, mad at me that I'm just not training the student, and I'm acting goofy and trying to. So I'm like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. I probably should not do this. Have you ever heard of hysterical strength? Hysterical strength. I don't like, know specifically that. I don't think so. Like when, uh, let's say, like a mother's okay, yeah, child is, child's stuck yeah, under a yeah. car. She gets a little extra stronger. I have heard of that. Yeah. I feel like I might get that in the cage while I'm fighting. Yeah. Because you get that fear. Makes sense. And it does make your sense. strength increases a little bit. but Similar to, um, in a way, the heightened testosterone or whatever the guys get when they're females watching. Mm-hmm. You probably get a compounded version of that when you're in the cage. Yeah, but I think hysterical strength is different from that because that's just ego. Okay. Yeah, hysterical strength is like they said something like I read that I was watching this video where they said this lady she pulled a car off of a off a kid or something, but she tore every ligament and yeah, her that's arm. the thing about hysterical yeah. strength because like you only use like a certain percentage of your full muscle strength. I think it's like around seventy. Then hysterical strength. When you got that fear, you use one hundred. Somehow you do it. Can but you change your name, your you your nickname to hysterical 100%. strength? No, that's horrible. That's, that's a, I mean, I mean, maybe I can use that. You <laughs> care if I take that? That's all you, Chris. Hysterical strength, Griffin. When you make your comeback to the game, Christopher, like Christopher, hysterical strength, Griffin. I like, I like that. it, Chris. What, what's your Christopher, hysteric- Christopher, yeah. I'm sorry, Christopher, hysterical strength, Griffin. What's your pro <laughs> MMA record? I'm f- I'm five and four. Five and four. What was your amateur record? Man, I like I think it was like fourteen, four and like one or something. I had a draw or something, but it's like nothing. Um, I fought in a lot of. I didn't know what sanctioning was. I fought in a lot of unsanctioned. Fights because nothing was sanctioned. You've been around for a while. Yeah, so like you would just fight and you'd go, there's no athletic commission here because you don't know what athletic commission is supposed to be places and they don't write down what happened. You was know? there still audience and crowds? Yeah, there's people there. I've had video fights. People that are have drinking no record alcohol. Of, yeah, that, that I have no, there's no record of the fight, but I've got the video of the fight. It's completely legit in my book. I don't give a shit if yeah. the state uh, yeah. gives you, you know, the state says, oh, we give you our stamp of approval. Who gives a fuck? Those are, I, I was a judge for the state of Kentucky for MMA. And I'm not talking shit about them, but like, they don't, the people who run shit do not really know anything. Yeah. About yeah, fighting. Yeah. About fighting. Now, I'm not saying they're bad people, but you could say, like, look, that was a nice Americana. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, they have no idea. They, and I'm not, once again, not bad people, not necessarily doing bad at their job, but the fact that they stamp something and say, that's legitimate. It means nothing. Yeah. 
I don't think so. On the high on the highest level, we got people who don't know much either. Like who's ref it, judging what does UFC fights? Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's, it, it the judges are man, be crazy man. They don't. You usually don't have no experience. It's just like they're just going off like a book, a textbook, telling them what what's a win and what's not. I had uh, what's his name Herb, Herb Herb Dean. He's like a UFC ref. He's a guy. Big dude's got the dreads, you know what I'm talking about? Big Herb Dean. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a ref for one of my fights. Really? And, uh, um, I mean, he does jujitsu and everything. I don't know what was going on with this dude, but. I I'll, think he had one MMA fight. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty tough, you know. He, I won with an arm bar, not a fancy arm bar. In front of him? Yeah, yeah, he was That's the ref. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's pretty cool. The, yeah. He stopped the fight, you know, the guy tapped. It was not even fancy, nothing weird about the arm bar. And he's about to raise my hand, and he looks at me, and he goes, uh, what'd you get him with? And I go. Oh, interesting. And I go. Tying this in. And armbar. Like, <laughs> like that was not even hard. What, what, it was, what type of armbar was it? Was it from, just from like armbar from, from like Mount. From Mount, okay. Like I it think, wasn't even weird. It wasn't like a fancy, strange armbar. Maybe he just had a moment where he was like, I kind of forget what I just what just happened. I yeah. think today Herb knows what a. I think Herb knows what today. Year do you think this was? What year do you think this was? Uh. 2006, maybe. Okay, that was a while ago. I think Herb Dean was, I don't know, actually. How famous was he at that point? Honestly, he wasn't a UFC ref. Okay, I don't think so. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think so. It took a few more years before I seen him. At the moment, did you realize he was kind of famous? I seen him before because he had ref some shows, but not like, he was like the cool ref in like the the mid-level shows. Why cool? Like cool because he's because he's black. He was the only black ref. No, he was just like the popular ref. Like he ref like the main events. Of he some, is arguably yeah. today the guy that like Rob every, went yeah, to, yeah, yeah, he's the guy that everybody loves. Yeah. I think. Am I wrong? He's a nice, really nice guy. He just didn't know what the hell was going on in that fight. I don't. That's understand. interesting. Yeah, interesting. it was weird. But um, man, some of that stuff. When I started refing in 2013, or I'm not, sorry, not refing. I never refed. Judging MMA mm-hmm. in 2013, mm-hmm. it was before I had ever trained at all. Damn. At all. And so I was judging fights, and I was like trying to do like what they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. shit like, oh, it looks like he beat him up more than him, so I'll give him this round. And I think you can do a pretty good job with that. If you don't know shit, as long as you're paying attention, you can yeah. tell who's beating the other person yeah, up yeah, if yeah. you're not a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, man, some of these, some of these judges, like Holly Holm just recently had a fight. I watched it and I was like, this is a terrible decision. She lost, but she had like double the significant strikes of the other girl. Did she get taken down much? Not really. What was happening is. She just put the girl up against the cage and punched her a lot, like a lot. And then the other girl wasn't defending those punches, but they weren't hard shots. She just landed a lot of punches. And in the open, Holly Holm would throw five or six punches and kind of half land them, and the other girl would land like a fucking bomb, and it would wobble her. Mm. And this was the whole fight was like that this. That is difficult to gauge. So it was like, judge, you're like she kind of looked little like punches, she did more damage. Those little punches didn't look like they did much. I, but the power ones maybe did more. I think MMA needs a different type of judging style. Mm. This is too similar to boxing. It's mm-hmm. basically the 10-point must. It's and the that, same system. It's copying off it. the Marcus of Queensbury rules, basically. You can't compare it the same way as boxing. Pride used to do factors in there. Um, Pride used to do a thing where they judged the whole fight as a whole, as one fight. Mm-hmm. I like that. They too. had a 10-minute. The first round was 10 minutes long. Then the next rounds were five minutes long. Mm. And then they judged it as one fight. As one big round. Interesting. I'm okay with that. Have you guys ever seen someone, I commentated a fight one time, Kellen Van Camp against Patrick Crumpton, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Crumpton's a wrestler. They're both wrestlers. But Kellen was on the bottom the whole time, and he was throwing like elbows and shit from the bottom. But the other guy was on top the whole time. I lost a fight like that. Do you? You lost a fight like that? I lost a decision so the guy like on that. The, bottom the guy on the bottom fights. won a decision mm-hmm. because he inflicted more, didn't submit him. Yep. Throwing elbows and shit. So you're saying you were the guy on top? I thought I won the fight. You were on top mostly? I took the guy down every time. Okay. When I got in his guard, I could. I was. I put my head down to pass his guard, and I, I actually 
the reason I couldn't pass his guard is if I would go to the right, he'd hit me in the head a bunch of times. Hmm. I try to pass to the left, he hit me in the head a bunch of times. I try to go over. He just kept punching me in the guard. I never passed the guard. Um, he didn't that, sweep you. Didn't, didn't obviously sweep didn't me. Didn't go for any submissions. Um, I think second round, I ended up passing and armbarring him at the very end, but I couldn't separate his arms, and that's how the fight ended. I lost his decision. What are your thoughts on that decision? I think I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause you think you got fucked? I don't think I got fucked, but I can see if I won that. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Was it a split I don't think decision or was it clear? Split decision. It, well, it was a unanimous decision. To, to Todd Neal's credit, when he I, took I me in, he told I feel me like the I guy on the bottom won. can win even if he doesn't submit. You, gotta, you don't know shit, but just keep in mind, just because someone's on top does not mean they're winning. Yeah. But that is difficult still to tell because, like, you don't see that much damage from the bottom. The reason I, I think I won that is because I got the takedown each time. Yeah, that counts mm. for a lot. So it's like, I don't know if he should have won a unanimous decision, but you know what I mean? Where and was this? Do you it, remember was where in this a, it was in a hook and shoot in uh, Indiana. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. What? Which? Off topic. There yeah. was something else that happened. What happened? Uh, I got signed with a manager. Oh recently. shit! Okay, congratulations. And thank you. Uh, this guy, he's from Louisiana. You know, I'm his actual first fighter. He's called Vision uh, Management. That's what the name is. Okay. The guy is John Jonathan Belton. Uh, he he since I'm his first fighter, he doesn't. I don't think. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. He did. He, you can't compare him to one of the bigger sure. places, right? But in comparison to that, I feel like that's what's helping me get a better deal with it. In a in a way, you'll probably get more of his attention. I've heard of some people signing on with management, and then they, you know, don't necessarily, you know, if you sign with a big manager, they've got a couple guys in the UFC, then they got you. Yeah. How much ex- attention do you expect to be getting? Yeah, and I think that was the biggest role with me going with him and. Uh, going with him, it was. Uh, I feel like it was real good for me since I'll get all the attention. He's gonna be focusing, trying to promote me more, sponsorships for me more, and you know, there's more attention on me, so it works out better for him. How'd you get in touch with him? He found me on Instagram. Okay, he said he's been watching my fights for a while. Interesting, he's really invested into it. I can see because you 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 do a good you're good at video editing. Yeah, yes, I think right? that that part's fine. Okay, so obviously you happen to be a real good fighter who happens to be real good at video editing. Yes. Okay, that's a good yeah. mixture. That's a good combination. Yes. Yeah. Seeing getting your stuff out there is really important, and you know nobody wants to see you just hit punching a bag boringly. You might add some music or something, but I don't know. You got to spice it up, trying to get some more attention from. Who it. who taught you how to do all the video editing? TikTok itself. Okay. And just watching other people's tutorials on TikTok and using multiple other editing apps. I assumed it would have been Chris because he's half Asian. A lot of that. A lot of that. I think it's just from hanging out with me. He's picking up a lot of my, um, like, he likes anime. Very Asian. Um, I was looking at Oling the other day, and I noticed his eyes started slanting upward. (laughs) And um, I don't know if that's surgery that he had got done, but it appears as though his eyes are... A little bit different now. Very cool. Chris is good awesome. at editing also. Oh, are yeah, you good at editing? Not too. bad. Yeah. Not bad. You guys do have some good videos and marketing for Fight Factory. Yeah. I mean, some of them are pretty good. Um, it's just, I think uh, this is a problem, and I've got flagged from this before, but I think people don't see joking around and training hard in the same respect. They think that you have to be real mean and hardcore and and train hard but if you're joking around that that just means you don't train hard that has always been my like it's not a problem because i don't give a shit it's just (laughs) and the people who train with you don't give a shit the people who train with you don't give a shit it's just other people new people come in and they're not like oh this guy's not a martial artist constantly people are surprised that we're good that is a big deal big thing like everybody's surprised that guys from the gym are good I like feel initially. like that's how, uh, compared to how I post versus other MMA fights around, they're a lot more serious on there. Like, they're more stoic and hmm. professional. 
I'll just post if it's a funny video. It's a funny video. And get it out there. I like it. Yeah, we're definitely different. So, so Chris, people have given you some shit, like said things to you about that? No, or? I just, it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing. A lot of, a lot of other gyms have always given me, uh, it's just been a thing where I don't take anything seriously. I joke around too much. I've, um, um, I'm not, I almost like if my guys win, I feel like people think it's almost like a fluke. Like, and I go, now it's so, it's more common. It's so more common that the guys are winning. They don't, there's, it's past the point where they can go, they can't explain that. So the only explanation is the guys, the training's good. Uh, I think that's where it started then. Because my fights, people still think, you know, this is luckily as happened. Yeah, so it they came think, from you. yeah. It, it, it happened with you. It started first. Yeah, I started that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, even when I fought, man, this sounds really bad, but people hated losing to me. Like, because it looked like I didn't train. But I did train. I trained all the time. I probably trained more than the guys. It's just it didn't. I was not serious about anything it, in openly, so it it appeared as though I did not train. You were serious. I was serious. You didn't present yourself. You didn't take yourself too serious. Right, right, right. So I ended up, right. same thing, just like Oli, he doesn't, pe- pe- I think people don't think you train or something. <laughs> I don't understand, <laughs> man. You some some random good- ass dude came out of nowhere and is fighting you. What the fuck was that? You've beaten some oh, pretty man. good guys. And they still don't get no credit. I don't I feel get like, it, man. Uh, like compared to somebody else, like who has a similar record, like Zachariah Kamara. Sure, six and zero amateur. He's right turn pro. Obviously, one weight class back, but yeah, yeah. But when you listen to them talk, we well, we've got similar style styles because yeah. we're both stand up guys. Sure. But when you listen to the, how they talk about him versus me, you know him. You know he's he's clean, crisp, blah 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 that. Me is unorthodox. We don't know how it's going down. I don't think they say his word for it. It's ain't a quote. Right. Yeah. But it's a lot more unsure of how well, and what's going on. I think you legitimately, though, did come on like, how long have you been training martial arts? Since January 2021. Okay. A year and a half. Yes, sir. Total. Kamara has been like, I think he trained judo all through his childhood, competed in kickboxing, wrestled college for a year. He wrestled for yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't okay. know that. Damn. Um, I'm not. I said that like he could no, wrestle. No, no. I, and I'm not taking Z- it. Zach whoop my yet. ass now. He's obviously very good. I'm, <laughs> but I'm with you. So it's more expected. This is more like what the fuck. Like you keep getting people put in front of you, and it's like. Yes, and I don't know. I feel like I got one of the most vicious knockouts. Like it should be mm-hmm. emphatic that I'm winning these fights. Well, the thing about I'd say it's like very convincing, Zachariah. I mean, we we love Zachariah, man. Uh, him and Oling are pretty cool. I'm pretty cool with them. I like me. I'm cool with his his coach Pender, and and um, the dude's awesome. It's just I feel like people say he's awesome. No, I agree with that. You see I what I'm saying? But say we got the high. same more record. High. Yeah, more I gotta say it for myself. Yeah, that's why I post like I gotta I gotta let people know I'm the best fighter out there, but. You know, and then eventually other people will start saying it, but till then I'll have to keep letting it be known before anybody else says it. You're moving up in your jujitsu rank? Yes, sir. We What did I see the other day? Three Our, stripes, motherfuckers. Three, three stripes on a white belt. Okay. Love it. And not saying it's bad, but I feel like that's a facade ranking. Because not saying like like you should have been ranking. <laughs> like, this is like a good that. time for us to not, hash this out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I wrote in my fights. I've already fought you know one purple belt. Yeah, he went for most of the submissions. I fought two Matt blue. Moore. Yep, fought two blue belts. They try to grapple with me, and I outgrapple both of them. Okay, and MMA is just a different fucking deal, man. You've got the jujitsu submission game for MMA. Fucking working, yeah. you got to. I'm not saying you got to. I don't want to say he's got to figure it out. It's a specialty or anything like that. But like to get jujitsu shit that people casually do in a gym to work in an MMA fight, yeah, shit, shit's crazy. It's just a different deal. Well, I and, think and, I think the third three strikes is accurate for right now because like 
If we split it up, offensive-wise jiu-jitsu and defensive jiu-jitsu, offensively, yeah, I'm a three-strike white belt because there's only certain submissions that I can get to hit. Yeah, I agree with that. Defensively. But defensively, that's blue, important. blue maybe purple because I can, I can roll with them and not get submitted for a whole round. I might not be able to submit them, but defensively, I'm just not going to get submitted. And it's weird when you when you see different people, so they'll go like um, – um, if you say, like, Oling's a three-stripe white belt, some people go, so he's not good on the ground. I'm like, yeah, no, he's yeah, good on the that ground. That means he's fucking doing gi jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he's just, like, in <laughs> that, gi jiu-jitsu, yeah, 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 yeah. he's a three-stripe white belt based on the time he's been on the ground, based on all these different things. Now, I didn't say that he couldn't grapple because there's a lot of shit that goes with that. We got a guy... um, um. Like what is um we had a we had a kid like say let's say you wrestled. There's wrestlers that walk in day one, and oh, they're yeah. pretty good already, and they're hanging with blue belts and stuff like can't that. Fucking choke them because they can them. they can wrestle, but you can't. So they can tr- grapple. So like you watch that guy, you watch that guy go. That doesn't equate to uh, jujitsu. Offensive, yeah, efficiency, similar type, of, not the exact same as you. You're not a didn't grow up wrestling. That's not exact, but similar. Yeah. It's like that. That doesn't mean specifically that your skill in jujitsu is, you know, it's not like yeah. oh he deserves a blue belt. No, no. well, it also, but they think three stripe white belt means he can't grapple. Some people think blue belt's like oh man, he still can't grapple. I'm like, dude, you got to figure out what you're talking about because um, like Israel Adesanya, he just got his purple. A lot of people are like, man, he don't deserve. It. I was like, guarantee that guy can submit brown belts. Yes, guarantee that guy can submit brown belts. But he might not know the same shit as that brown belt. But it kind of doesn't matter. You know who Evan? You know what I mean? Evan Samad mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. You may have even fought on a card with him, but he fought on he headlined turf turf wars cards like ten go, years ago. Right. Um, I rolled with him one day. In Louisville Combat Academy. And they were like, yeah, he's a blue belt. And I rolled with him. And he just fucking destroyed me. And then afterward, I found out, oh, he's a blue belt who wrestled four years in college. And he's trained jujitsu for like 15 years. I don't know about 15, but like yeah. a long ass time. So really rank. It's hard to gauge because Very hard to each gauge. coach has a different standard and of how to move people up in different times. And so I've never really... When I hear about facing someone who's a purple or a brown belt, it doesn't really matter to me because it doesn't matter until we actually see what happens. For an right. MMA fight. I mean, now, if you're right. competing against them in jiu-jitsu, that would be significant. Yes. Uh, jiu-jitsu, it's weird. Um, grappling in MMA, um, for example, I'm not saying I'm the best jiu-jitsu guy or, or grappler or anything like that, but I've been punched in the face a bunch of times. So that doesn't like mess my jujitsu up. Okay, you see your I mean? muscle memory because I've been hit it before. Enough. Okay, but you take a guy. Mm. Let's say you take a black belt, and he's a multiple-time gold medalist, IBJJF champion. He's never been punched in the head. He's always did jujitsu considerably better than me in jujitsu. You match me with him in an MMA fight. I feel like my odds of if we're in similar weight classes, I feel like my odds are really better. Because he's better than me in jujitsu, but he's never been hit. And then we could grapple and hit each other, and maybe that's fucking messes his game up. You know, Marcelo Garcia fought MMA. Did he? He got fucking murdered. Hold up. Well, I've, I've been having this another hypothetical debate with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, I told them, if Javante Davis goes into a cage tomorrow night, and I go into the U- uh, MMA cage tomorrow night, I will beat him. Okay. It's, they find that hard to believe. I he can't him, kick. Yeah, he's short. That's all, that's all I got to do is just kick him. Yeah. I'll just kick him. He can't kick and he's, he's short. He's a little smaller than you, too. He's I think five he's, five foot, five. He, he, oh, he's shorter. But five, okay, yeah. So you fight at 145. He's 130. So weight wise. Weight wise. Trevante walks heavy, really though, though. He boxing. walks heavy. Really good at boxing. Yeah, yeah that's the scary part. But everything yeah. else. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I think you'd beat Trevante. Then if he you know, comes in close, if I grab him, it's over with because. Yeah, it's easily go for a double leg and take him. You down could also way. just kick him right in the head. Yeah, I'm not saying that you would. He's five foot five. He's, yeah, my leg kicks will. He's not going to close the distance. Be- people they they get mad about stuff like that because they see certain people. I've said things like, um, 
I never said I, I'll beat him in boxing, though. No, I never said that. that. No, no. I, I, I think I got a good shot of beating Mayweather in an MMA fight. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too defensive. Yeah. I think I'd whoop him. But that also, I might be an idiot and not be able <laughs> yeah, to whoop yeah, him. Yeah, but I feel like just get I got a pretty good shot of beating him in an MMA fight. We're betting the money on you. Yeah, what, I'm, what, I'm, I'm, I'm betting on me, too. What about last year when Colby Covington and LeBron were talking shit about each other? LeBron Covington would kill LeBron. Oh, <laughs> you don't think so? That size difference, though. He is huge. 100 pounds over him. LeBron walks huge. around at like, what, 250, 260? Really? Yeah. yeah. Colby probably walks around close to 200, I bet. He fights at 170. He's I bet 6'10, right? He's like 6'8, 6'8, something like that. He's big. And got bad ankles. If I give him <laughs> just a good pep talk, like, this is what you got to do. Just grab yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You are stronger than him 100%. Yeah. I don't know. He may, he may connect with some crazy punches. And he got the reach and size. He does, if he could box. You know who has boxed is Carmelo Anthony. For real? I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he'll he be hitting the bag in his workout videos. And Is he still in the NBA? He's still in. He plays for the Lakers right now. Oh, okay. Sure. He's, he's not too old. He's about 35, right? He's around. He got drafted the same year as Braun. Okay. So he's about the same age as him. They were both straight out of high school. Nope. Carmelo played one year at Syracuse. Won Syracuse, a fucking, won yeah, a fucking national championship. Okay, okay. I Carmelo, I, I always – he's intriguing. One of the best scorers ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know my favorite basketball player is? This guy used to play – he was the point guard in LSU when uh, Shaquille O'Neal was in LSU. Chris uh, Jackson. Chris Jackson. Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Yep, he yep. refused to stand for the anthem. Chris Jackson. Yep. This is why. Okay. He was fucking good. They said Th- he, he was kind of like Steph, Steph Curry. Curry before. <laughs> yep. Me and, me and Patrick are on the same page on this Abdul Rauf guy. Okay. Why do you like him? Just because he was. Because he, he didn't stand for the anthem? No. I mean, <laughs> um, he was a real good NBA player. Yeah, he was good. I don't know. Let's see. Let me check. Okay. Before you look him up. Go on. That's the reason I like him. He's got Tourette's real bad. <laughs> and whenever he does something good, he's like. Flips the fuck out like he can't stop twitching and <laughs> no. blinking and shit. Yeah, I didn't know it's that. terrible, man. It's the most awesome shit ever, and it's calmed down over the years because he's in the big three now. But oh, damn, is he in the big three? Dude. I didn't know you followed basketball like that, Chris. Yeah, I can't play it, so I have to follow it real well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, curi- I'm curious. How do you his name? Uh, I just typed Chris Jackson. He's 53 years old. Yeah, he can still play. He's in the big three, the Ice Cube League. Let me see what type of NBA career he really had. I was just comparing he him to Steph. He wasn't in very long because just, of all this we stuff. We both just compared him to Steph. I, Highest uh, free throw career, percentage uh, in history, I think. He was really, really money shooter. He averaged 14.6 points per game for his career. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Double digits. Yep. Why did you say Steph? I, I think I may have heard someone else compare him to Yeah. Him. Mike Moore, Abdul Rauf, right? He was is. in the dunk contest one year, ninety three. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Steph's back in the championship though. Man, Steph how great is shoot, Steph? Man. That makes him look a lot better now because people are trying to write him off because KD joined on the team and Draymond's solid. But I mean, yeah. Well, I, Wiggins is fucking good. They was seventy three and nine before KD joined. So correct, you know. Hi. That Steph should have already been solidified. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got to watch this. Okay, I know this is bad. Not making fun here, of you, people with Tourette's. Here, wait, wait, wait. Let's do this. Here, find it on here, and okay. then we'll, we'll connect it to the Wi-Fi so, so, so we can listen. Mahmoud abdul Raoul. Do we get to hear him talking with Tourette's? No, he don't. It's just some weird-ass music. <laughs> but every time he, he fucking makes a basket, he can't control his excitement, and he's fucking going off. I did he's not flipping know about his this. eyes. I don't did work. Not know about this. Look at this. It's watch crazy him. that him and Shaq were teammates and they didn't win at all. Look at this. Look at look. Watch him. Watch this. is terrible. This is in the greatest thing ever. This video is called Mahmoud Abdul Rope Tip. Look, you see him fucking up. Look at his face fucking up. Oh, he can't I do control see the tick. it. I didn't awesome. ever notice that. Look at this. Bloop. Look at that. I like the head nod. He's like, what is he doing? Oh, gosh. He said, look at this. Oh, would you tell me, coach? Would you tell me? I can't understand what you're saying. It looks like a head nod. Like yes. You agree with him. Then when you do it two, three times. Okay, that was different. Look, oh, God. He's getting it now. Watch when he makes a basket, man. It is terrible. He averaged 19.2 points per game Boop. in two separate seasons. So he had look a couple years. Uh-oh, and he's by himself. Look at that. Look at that. I'm number one. Uh-oh. Oh, look at he's good. 
Are oh, you? He took punk. That ain't no highlight, dude. He stole <laughs> the ball stolen from him. What is this music? It was just a different era. We don't know if he would play today. I'm not gonna say he'd be the MVP. Like Steph, he's not like. I'm not saying he'd be Steph. But this era is really different than in the past. Yeah. The three the three point numbers right now are crazy. They changes. Yeah. I feel like that's how it is with every sports. That yeah. happens, yeah. You can't bring somebody from back in the day and put them in today. They will get destroyed. That's Fair. in all sports. Baseball. MMA everything. especially. Agreed. That's the one you can see the clearest difference. But. Mm. Chris, are you really a basketball fan? I really like basketball, but like older basketball. So you watched it when you were younger. Did this guy just win? <laughs> in the big three? No, you, look, it's the motherfucker won. The little brown belt. He just won that? gold. You know the little brown belt that just started with us? Oh, that guy from Nationals. Uh, he went you guys Nationals, got a new brown belt at your academy? Yeah, he's a, he's a brown belt under Cobrinha, mm-hmm. who's like the man, and he owns a gym in Columbia. He just moved to Kentucky a few weeks ago or something. He went to Cali to do a, a the world. Or world. Like a, no, I don't know if it's the world. It's just some big tournament. He's getting ready for the world. I guess he just competed. Shit, I think I should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. So, we don't have much time left. International Masters North America. <laughs> Dang, good job, Only, dude. What, what What have we not covered? What's important? Uh, I'm the best amateur, by the way, in the nation right now. Shit, that should okay. be clear cut. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what else do we... We talked about the new manager I have. I mm-hmm. feel like he's gone. I like that guy. I like that guy a lot. I he think he's got some best making interest. money. You know, he said all sponsorship money he finds for me goes directly 100% to me. Mm. And he says only he's only taking money from purses when I turn pro. So that's that's a real good deal, Interesting. deal I have with him. Mm. Uh, oh, the next fight, Nichols. He's coming yep. off how long? He ain't fought in retirement. Like six, seven, 25 years, something like oh he hasn't fought goodness. in a long time. Six years. That's going to be bad. Come on, dude. I don't think people understand. It's going to be bad. don't remember what guy. he's doing no more. He doesn't change his name. He comes in with a, any little rust. It's uh, over. He changed his name. He was Sean Nichols. Now he's Sean Littleton. What is that about? Guys don't change their name. That's weird. You know what I mean? He's going to get destroyed. Why are you going to change your name? That, it's going to be. <laughs> huh? It's you can't go a different name because you ain't fought in six <laughs> years. You going to change your name now? He ain't want me to find him. Jamel- That's what he's trying. He don't want you to find him. Witness protection. Jamel beat him. Jamel beat him? So he has well, he beat Sean Nichols. This is Sean Littleton we were fighting. <laughs> he's man. different now. He's different. He has a lot of submission wins, but he's a stand. He's a striking coach. So I don't know how he's going to come out, but I'm just going to play on my Where, Where's here. Latonia? Hmm? It says he's fighting out of Latonia, Kentucky. Made up city. <laughs> <laughs> just like his last name is made up. His name is Nichols. Sean Littleton ain't a real person. It must be Northern Kentucky. It says he fights at a Rob Radford boxing, which is in Cincinnati. Really? Mm-hmm. Bob Radford's made up. <laughs> that's uh, is Kilburn's that family or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, Danny Kilburn. He's a real person. I like Kilburn. Yeah, because he's a real nice. person. I, like I feel him. bad I had to beat up his cousin. Is that's that his cousin? That's what, I was listening to your podcast like a week ago. Okay. And he had him on there. He said that's his cousin. Oh, well, it's gonna be bad. You know, Blake's going against Kilburn. Blake's gonna win. Yeah, I, that's my. I like Blake. But Alvy, mm-hmm. he's okay. a young, young kid, got muscles and in shape and shit. You I know how those go, guys are. I usually go for whoever's younger. Yeah. Hey, mm. hey, what, what do you mean? What if they fight me though? You gotta go. With the older. <laughs> yeah, I said usually. You know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you mean usually you cheer for or you predict the younger guy? Will cheer win. for. I can't, you can't just predict off that. Yeah. So. Okay. And I don't know what else we missing. Uh, I want a few more fights before I turn pro. Uh, got a title fight end of this year. End of this year or August? August. It's in kind of end. That ain't the about. end, is it? Yeah, because I want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have like. Uh, uh, I'm like, uh, probably uh, can squeeze in uh, three more fights. Um, before. what's his name? Uh, you gonna fight? Edmund Bergman? <laughs> I can't say my <laughs> name. Too. Birmingham, <laughs> something. <laughs> He has an, <laughs> he has an inflated record. Yeah, he just he's just made up. He no, can't. no, he has an inflated record. He fights zero and zeros. I know. One and oh. He's like 18, 17, some shit like that. We'll give him that. He ain't even out of high school yet. 
Yeah, that guy. Can't drink. Come on, man. Mm-mm. You ever learn how to drink before you get in the ring? But you know, this is weird crap. Lilton, we don't really. He has the he has quote unquote the advantage because he has more film on me. But I have the advantage because I'm better and I've been fighting, been more active. So he's shoot. This is this is gonna be another wash. This is gonna be a first round KO. And this might not matter, but um. I like guys that spell their name S-E-A-N. You know what I mean? And he's an S-H-A-W-N. That's too many letters for your name, dude. When there's another shorter version of your name. Come on, why you got to complicate your name, dude? Change. It's a lot of name shit with this guy. <laughs> to, to be in all seriousness and a serious question, Chris, if you had to guess, why do you think he changed his name? Huh? My serious question is... I, I don't know. <laughs> I have If you no had to clue. kind of come up with the narrative, what do you think happened? I don't know. I don't know. Why would he change his name? Maybe oh. you know what? Maybe he's in like a job oh. that he that you can't like. That's like a, a lot guess. of officers had they change their name on social media. Maybe he's like fucking the witness protection dude or some shit like that. You know, maybe witness, he's got some witness cool protection name. He didn't relocate at all though. Yeah, but True. maybe yeah, he's, he's still maybe he's like a, a dude that protects people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So he's good at protecting. Other people, but not himself. You see where he's gonna have a problem. Ah, uh, you know he's gonna have to protect himself in here. But if only had to protect a person, and he had to protect a person, maybe he'd do all right. Maybe his person get away. But he's got to protect himself. Mm. And this fictional job that I given him because that's the reason he changed his name. Witness protection man. That's his job title. Okay. Witness protection officer supreme. <laughs> Gets you at Supreme because that's like a level of level four. How about that? Because they do that with jobs sometimes. Okay. Because he's been at it for a while, longer than the one, two, and three. Witness protection officer four, but with the with the times with the Roman letters like the I and the V to make the four. Yep, that's, I gotcha. that's who he is. That's why he changed his name. Well, after the next month, we won't be talking about him. <laughs> we'll be seeing him on the highlight reels. That's that's about and you'll it. be on to the next. Yep, yep. Anyone you want to fight after that? I want to fight the pro featherweight title guy for B2. Chris Libanins. Chris, you know who I'm talking about? Chris, Chris Lavinians. I don't Sounds think so. like an Italian name, but he. Lemon I sugar. know I can know the professional B2 featherweight holder. Look so, him up. But that's obviously down the road. You said you're going to fight a few more times amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if you're asking about who I want to fight amateur-wise, it's just whoever they throw in there. Yeah. 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 It's just an easy highlight reel. That's how I see the rest of amateur. But I think that lemon sugar fight would be a good fight. Uh that the the professional featherweight. Yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah. No. It's no, him. No, no. His striking is horrible. No, I mean that'd be a good guy for us to fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris, get, get some credibility. Chris Lencionio. 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 How you say that? Lencioni. Lencioni. Chris. This is to tell you, this is not a good reason. But his name is spelled C R I S. Mm. Why'd you take the H out? Well, it shows weakness. <laughs> you know what I mean. Earlier, you were critical of Sean. You gotta mess for, your names up, dude. For making his name too long, and <laughs> be take the now H out of Chris. That's French sounding and stuff, man. You know, I'm not saying I'm against French people, but when they spell their names without H's, it's weird, man. It's just a weird thing to do. I don't know. There's a couple of amateurs who I think they they want to fight me, but those guys. There was like a two and old guy trying to say he wants to fight. Who's that? Alex uh, O'Reilly, I think he's from like somewhere in the south. Okay, he really ain't proved nothing for me to give him a fight. Then Aaron White wants a rematch. <laughs> he's sitting at two and four now. I mean, I know he had tough yeah. fights, but you're not getting there. I can't give it a rematch of that. Oling, before we wrap things up, if someone's listening, how the, how can they support you? How how can they follow you? Uh, all my social media, Instagram and TikTok, both free drop. O. I post cool stuff on there. You might like something. Go follow. I love it. And Chris, if someone's interesting, interested, someone's interesting. If someone is interested in uh, training, uh, fight fact, yep. fight factory ky on Instagram, or just Google uh fight factory and Louisville, and you and then you know. And if you're in town, come train. I'm the greatest 
coach in the history of the business. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I got to start. I want to start like talking like I'm the shit sometimes. Chael Sonnen does that. Does Have you ever heard Chael Sonnen? I love Chael. He's never, I like how like, he doesn't lose. He'll say like, I've never lost a fight. The greatest fighter in the history <laughs> yeah. of MMA. And he says it like if, if someone didn't know what they were talking about, they'd be like, this I'll, must be the best fighter in the history of the sport. Did you hear what he said He's after after Anderson Silva beat him? He was close to beating Silva. Yeah, he goes, look, I won that fight. I just don't understand the rules. He goes, if you could tell me I could beat the crap out of somebody for four rounds, and then at the end of the fifth round they could wrap my their legs around my head and win like that, I'd tell you you're crazy. <laughs> He's like, I thought it was scored. Like, uh, the entirety of the fight was scored at the very end. He's like, so I didn't lose that fight. I think he said something like, um, yeah, I don't train jujitsu. I'm a Republican. <laughs> Republicans don't let other men in between their legs or something like that. Like, basically calling all of jujitsu gay, I guess. Man, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. He said something like, um, um, he was saying how hard it was to live in Westland, Oregon. He goes... He's like, look, man, I had hard times. I grew up in Westland, Oregon. He says, look, the people that lived next door to us, the girls were twins. They had one Mercedes between the two of them. What they Both of them can't drive. They, That's they're going to have to trade off, you know? There was times where my dad didn't make six figures. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> All right, well, guys, we got to wrap things up. I appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Able to work in a, a nice Wednesday night episode like this. Quick hour. Love it. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we'll have another episode out soon.